Okay, obviously him scoring CD3 and the 48 in the game before, like it's amazing watching the way he dominates and the things he's doing. But also I'm seeing the things he's doing and who he's doing it to. And it's like, bro, like, yeah, you're killing Danny Ainge and you're killing Rick Carlisle and you're <laughs> killing Fred Elo and you're killing Mark Price. Like, it's amazing. Like, yeah, killers kill. But when you're looking at the guys he's killing, like... I'm not disrespecting Michael. But I feel like that's Michael building up his myth, like his mythology, you know what I mean? By trying to make it... By, like, Trey's saying that these guys did the exact same stuff to the other stars in that era... But we only talk about the Jordan Rose as this thing like, oh, the Pistons created the Jordan Rose just for Michael Jordan. But like, wouldn't you think that they probably created the same rules for other players? It's just like, just didn't get talked about because Michael was the biggest star at that time in the league. Yo, this is a big time, yo. This is, uh, this is episode 40. Jeez. 40. Episodes, holy smoke. 40. Yo, welcome back to the Mesh Talk Podcast, episode 40. We got Trey and AJ. Gentlemen, say what's up. What's up? What's going on? Quarantine life. Quarantine life. I'm your host, Tevin. Welcome back, everybody. Everyone staying safe. Trey, how would you spend your, 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 your birthday? Might be an obvious question, but, you know, I have to ask. In the crib, man. In the crib. Got drunk. <laughs> but your life was lit. <laughs> I, went on, I went on Instagram live and I was just taking shots at uh, anybody that came in my life. Hey. I think I ended up taking like over 30 shots. Man drank for two hours straight. I don't know how you did it. Wait, wait. It was a shot for everyone that came into your life during the year or? No, like my Instagram live. Like I went on Instagram live. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So anybody that came in the live, I was just like coming on the live with them and they'd take a shot with me. So I ended up taking like almost over 30 shots. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny to be honest. Jeez. And you survived it? Yeah, I didn't throw Shots off. of shots of what? Hennessy. Like I've only had Hennessy once in my entire life. I don't like I don't like brown rum. I don't like brown liquor. I like the clear stuff. <laughs> the ray, you know what I mean? Definitely definitely not drinking no ray in the That's gonna pure that's gonna clear it since. <laughs> but it was it was AJ's birthday on twenty fourth too, so happy belated, man. Happy belated, bro. Thank you. AJ, how was your birthday? What'd you do? Stay at home. Do you take do you take do you take shots on live as well? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking. I'm uh, that's not often. <laughs> so we'll see how this audio is. I'll do my best with the with the editing. You know what I mean, but. Uh, have some fun, talk some ball. How have you guys enjoyed the uh, the last doc uh, doc so far? The last dance doc. Um, I'm conflicted. Bro. Like I'm getting so many mixed emotions watching this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like LeBron fan. Not even that. It's like, bro. Like I feel like everybody is just. First of all, how do you feel about Mike before? You watch the doc. You both of you guys answer that. How do you guys feel about Mike before your perception of Michael Jordan before you you, you press play on the doc? Ah, uh, I was. Uh, the thing is, he's before my time, right? Like, yeah, he won his first title what, in '93, I think it was '91. '91. '91. No, yeah. So last one was '93. I was born '93. 
Sure. That was his third one. Yeah, the end of his three-peat, right? Mm. So it's like, I don't really... Like, he's, I, a, he's ancient. He's ancient. But me, like, it's different for me. Like, when he won his sixth, I was five years old. Like, I don't remember anything from that time. Mm. I was five. So it's it's different for me. You're told all the stories about how sick this guy was. Um, undefeated in the finals. He was killing everybody in the 80s, 90s. So the perception always was, yo, like, he's the GOAT, he's the best, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Watching this song, that is giving me, like, a new respect, though, for sure. Fair. Fair. I do remember my my fondest moments of the 90s getting the bread 12s. Okay. I, I, I do remember that. So that's probably my fondest moment of anything MJ-related outside of Space Jam. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Trey, what about you? If you guys know my household, you know my father. <laughs> so you already know how this guy stays when it comes to Michael Jordan. Yeah. So I've been dealing with this for a while now. Like I obviously never got to see him growing up. Mm-hmm. You can obviously, obviously appreciate his greatness and watching all the other documentaries and videos on MJ. Mm-hmm. This is like, my perception of him hasn't really changed. More so, I think my perception of the other guys around him have changed. Mm. That, he, that he played with? Pippins, the, the oh. Rodmans, uh, Phil, even Phil Jackson, like just Steve Kerr, like my perception on those guys changed because hearing all the stories over the last 30 years, 20 years about this guy, is just like, it, seem like is, it, make it makes it literally make it seem like, yo, this guy is literally doing everything by himself. Like, this guy yeah, does no like, wrong. <laughs> he does everything. Like, yo, he's six for six. Like, literally, when he says NBA championships, it's only six for six. Like, Mm. Watching this documentary, I was like, yo, people, people are talking about Pippen and Rodman. It's like, yo, his job was literally only to score. Like, that's literally, literally. Like, literally, <laughs> that's literally job, only to score the basketball. Like, literally. <laughs> like, you obviously hear all the stories, like, yo, he's so cutthroat and all this stuff. But, like, yeah, we understand that. He's a, he's a, he's a cutthroat player. Like, he's the goal. Like, his killer mentality is crazy. Yeah. Like, it can be as crazy as you want. We only have to really do one job. Is it, fair, is it fair to call him an asshole? I wouldn't call him an asshole. I wouldn't call him. Michael tonight. When I want to win, <laughs> I say things I want to say. Like I, something comes out of you, like you know, like I wouldn't call him an asshole. Listen, I don't think there's anything wrong with being an asshole, though. Like guys who are that good at something that they specialize in, more times they got that way because they were assholes. Or they, sure. they um, pride themselves on excellence. You know what I mean? Sure. So I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think he's an asshole. <laughs> I think we're definitely going to see more of the asshole part when um, they didn't get into really the behind the scenes of the Pippin thing. I definitely think Michael was a bullying sort of entity in that regard, which he didn't talk about. But they got to talk. They didn't talk about it, and I think they're gonna talk about him snuffing Steve Kerr in the face. I think, I think they will. They have, they have to address that. Even yes. the, even the when they lost to the the bad boys the first time, and when they showed it on the documentary, Michael's like, yeah, um, Scotty said that he had a migraine. Like the way that he said it was like. He felt like Scotty was like lying about having a migraine. No, asshole thing, fam. I don't think he's like he. I don't think he's like he thought he was lying. I just thought he thought he was pussy. That's that's what I got from that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Migraines are serious. Yeah, are serious. My my guy couldn't see. 
Migraines are serious. It's not like Scotty's so played. Like, we played horrible. The man had a migraine. Like, I don't I have know a what that, to do. I have a problem with this this migraine thing as well, though, because I feel like they're using that as a bly to why they lost that series against the Pistons. Because was that not was that not the closeout game? Yeah, it was game seven in yeah. in in uh, Detroit. Detroit. Game seven in Detroit. Like, like they had to throw that in that documentary. They had to highlight of the migraine part. Of course. Bly or uh, uh, um, excusing of the blemish on Jordan's um, career and why he's lost so many times to the to the Detroit Pistons. Like that's mm. the only thing about this documentary. That's like it's it's irritating me because I'm watching it and obviously like any NBA star goes through times where it's like they go through like their trials and tribulations and they they don't get over the hump for certain I things. Feel like people don't talk about it a lot. But the thing is though, like I feel like they only talk about LeBron's. His his time when he lost this or when he lost this team, lost that. Like, I'm literally watching the documentary and they're they're literally praising him for scoring 63 points in a double overtime. <laughs> like, they're, like, they're going crazy. Like, he's the best we've ever seen. He scored 63 in a loss. But I literally have been in this house watching LeBron score 50 in Game One against against Golden State. I had a player on his team literally run away from the basket when they could have won the game. And my dad said to me after the game, yeah, he scored 51. He should have got it done. He should have got it done. <laughs> like, bro, if you could score 63 points and go to two overtimes against this this almighty Boston Celtics, mm. you should have got it done. <laughs> like, like, no, it's, it's, you're right, though. Like, as I said, like, I never grew up in that era. So it's like watching... Like, you hear the stories from people who are like grew up there and they they make it seem like Michael did no wrong and it was like I told you like I knew the bad boy Pistons were on back to back yeah. but for some reason it just slipped my mind like that they were beating Michael to get there <laughs> like yeah. why do we not talk about this like Isaiah Thomas beat Michael twice in his prime to win back to back championships and that just isn't talked about like we just kick it to the we just kick yeah. it to the side like that did not happen in that first season, Michael Mike got MVP, the Defensive Player of the Year, and average I think it was thirty-seven, eight, and eight, something stupid, stupid. Yeah, and they didn't yeah. get to the finals. They didn't get to the finals. Lost, lost in game seven. Lost was, in game seven. We, do, we don't talk about this. What's interesting <laughs> is when they lost to the Pistons in nineteen ninety. They the Pistons went on to beat the Blazers, which Michael beat the next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you think, well, if Pippen doesn't have this migraine in the 1990 conference finals, they go and face Clyde Drexler, who lost back-to-back finals. I'm like, yo, what could have been? It's like those kind of what-ifs, you know? Listen, they would have had seven. Yeah, that's crazy. That's that's nuts in it. Six is nuts in itself, but like... No, there's a lot of things like, yo, watching, like, okay, obviously him scoring CD3 and... The 48 in the game before, like it's amazing watching the way he dominates and the things he's doing. And also, I'm seeing the things he's doing and who he's doing it to, and it's like, bro, like, yeah, you're killing Danny Ainge and you're killing Rick Carlisle <laughs> and you're killing Craig Elo and you're killing Mark Price. Like, it's amazing. Like, yeah, killers kill. But when you're looking at the guys he's killing, like, yeah. He didn't have the breadth of competition that the new millennium served up. Now, when I was playing rep basketball for East, like, we literally had a saying, like, 
if we were like coming on the court and like if a white guy got switched onto you, it's an automatic ISO. <laughs> like literally, like, like a literally like a play call we had. Like, white guy switched onto you, it's automatic ISO. It's literally called like white guy guarding. Like it's fucked up to say, but like you know, they're slower footed. Like they you just you just kill them with certain moves. So like to literally watch this guy like hey you, you scored sixty three on a short ass Dennis Johnson and then every time they were switching it was like hey you switch on to Rick Carlisle or Danny Ainge or Larry Bird got you on the screen and roll or Kevin McHale like these are all just flat footed white guys that aren't athletic yeah. yeah you're making all the shots and you're killing them but like I want to see MJ do this against a Kawhi a Paul George yeah. a LeBron a Giannis a Kobe a D Wade like I want to yeah. see this. And that's kind of and that's kind of the caveat with with that with what you're saying is it would have been cool to see him matched up against a Pippen, but when you got the best wing defender on your team with you, it's kind of like okay, well, like <laughs> the chips on your true. side, you know. Um, but I wanted to start with uh, I wanted to get into episode um, four, the Robin episode. So I always had like a respect for Robin. And I, I, often, I often forget that he was a Piston because I know he spent like several seasons with the Spurs. The thing is, I would argue that his best defensive years are probably with the Pistons. He just blew up because he was just winning so many rings with the Bulls. Yeah, yeah. But watching those from the documentary, what he was doing with the Pistons was nuts. <laughs> yeah. And he had more of an offensive game with the Pistons too. Like he had a season where he made 32 threes. Yeah, it's Rodman. Yeah. What the hell? I never yeah. do that. You just, hey, this guy just no. talks. I don't know. Check his check his basketball reference. And like he made like 32 threes a season with the with the damn pistons, my guy. And um two back to back seasons averaging. I don't think over, I've ever seen. Yeah, two back to back seasons averaging over 18 boards a game at six seven. Like, are you crazy? So I was having a discussion. What's up? With that treating and ball, like Dennis Robin and his rebounding. Do you think he'd be able to have those rebounding seasons in 2020 or like in, in this era of basketball? Absolutely. Like you think you think he'd be able to have an 18 to 20 rebound game going against a guy like Andre Drummond? I think he'd average even more rebounds. In today's game? Because the pace is way faster. With more cut attempts. Way, way more points. Dennis is weird because like I can't take away how great of a player he was. Dennis was nuts. Guys, come closer to come closer to your mics a bit if you can. Was he guys? Dennis was nuts, especially considering like how tall he was and what he was doing defensively from like guarding one through five and rebounding. But just thinking about it now, would Dennis Rodney even be on a lot of teams closing lineups in this era? Because I feel like teams would be like, well, he can't score, so we're just going to leave him open. Or defensive defensive and rebounding, those are two things that no matter. Like Those are things that you have to have someone on the floor for, to rebound and defend. Like No matter what, if you can score or not, like Draymond can't score. He can barely even rebound, but he gets on. He's an all-world passer who can defend. He's not an all-world passer. He's gone too far. He's not an all-world passer. The thing he's I, a very good passer who can defend. Yeah, but I'm sorry, he's a very good passer. Can't defend better than Rodman. He can't rebound better than Rodman. The, re- the reason to answer because I think that Rodman could survive, you know, averaging the amount of rebounds he did today is because 
he was he was studious like the way he was talking is like oh depending on who's shooting the ball i'm going to stand here you know if it's bird it has more spin on it i'm gonna stand on the left side if my that, when i heard that i was like hey, that's like that's some maniacal thinking like you said <laughs> nick man just shoot at 4 a.m and he just like just try to get a rebound all the shots They're like i'm like yo that's nuts yeah uh, give running out of time i can't lie when that scene came out of, when that scene came up on a documentary and the man was explaining i was laughing the entire time I'm like who thinks this way no. <laughs> this guy had me laughing so hard that's when we get into using the word savant like he's a savant like you know what i'm saying he studies the. that's why i think he'd survive now you know what though? i'm obviously being dumb because if kenneth farid can survive in new era basketball i don't see why dennis robin could i really yeah. don't see why sure i'm just saying like yo man's like drumming or like so like the big men back then weren't really as athletic but Drummond is a hybrid because he's athletic as hell and he's also tall. So, like, yeah, Dennis Rodman's athletic and he knows the timing. But, like, when you're going against a guy that's seven foot, close to 300 pounds, strong as hell, and can also jump with, like, a 35-inch vertical, those little tip rebounds you're getting over all those, like, guys that run athletic, I don't think you're getting those rebounds against a guy like Drummond or a guy like, like Gobert because he just, at the end of the day, he's still seven, however, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I mean, like, as hell, like like well, he's out rebounding, he's not rebounding. Giannis, if him and Giannis are on the block and they're just going for it, like strength wise, they're about the same. Athletic wise, yeah. Giannis, Dennis, probably, has, Dennis uh, will probably get like eight of those or seven or eight rebounds just because you know the man has unlimited energy. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like he he might not average like nineteen rebounds a game, but I don't see why he couldn't average like twelve per game in this era. Man has unlimited energy. You know what I mean? And like I said, Kenneth Fareed was like, what? Wasn't Kenneth Fareed always averaging around like eight, nine rebounds a game? And that would be like a comparable archetype. Robin obviously being way more um, better defensively. But Kenneth Fareed's like the same energizer type bunny who never gets tired. Have you ever seen Kenneth Fareed tired? I've never seen, I've never seen him tired ever. I'd say I have. <laughs> so. Or what about like a Reggie Evans? Like, yeah, like, these guys, like, Reggie Evans is not tall either. That's another pinch man. I've never seen that guy ever tired. And he'll grab you, like, 16, 17 rebounds. Just right, because, like, you know, the man is energetic. Only six, eight, if that. <laughs> yeah, you see what I mean? have those double-digit rebound games and stuff. I don't know. It's I, I guess because not every team has, a, like, a, a drum and big man, so he probably would grab those kind of rebounds. But, like, I don't know. So saying that, you know, when, when Pippen went out, and the Bulls had that rough start. And Michael kind of acknowledged Robin as the number two, temporary. Yeah. Things were going good. And then Pippen comes back and it's kind of like, oh, I need a vacation. Because I feel like the third wheel, you know, I'm the third banana now. Uh, I need to go away for a little while. <laughs> How hilarious. How'd you guys feel about that? That was the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Crazy. Yeah, I never knew about that. This is why I like watching his documentary because you like learn stuff that like, I never knew about like. Could you imagine in this day and age if like, Clay Thompson woke up tomorrow and said, "Yo, uh, see you guys in forty-eight hours." During like forty-eight hours. <laughs> see you guys in forty-eight hours. I'm going to Vegas. Clear my head. Like, what? <laughs> like, what are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, like what? As long as like he's hurt, like he's not injured, he's not hurt. Like the man's like, nah, I, I just need to, I need to get away from basketball. Imagine Michael Jordan coming to your hotel room to retrieve you. Like, just imagine that. Like, 
<laughs> That's what the blur said at the bottom. Mike MJ had to come retrieve Ryan from his uh, hotel. Like, that was late. You want to know what's even crazier about that story is that he was killing everybody in the Indian run. Yes. Later. Yes. Nuts. I've done the Indian run. You're trying to tell me that this man was was on alcohol and drugs for 48 hours, and he was killing everybody <laughs> right after that. Like that makes no sense to me. That's nuts. Robin's a psychopath, eh? He's a psychopath. <laughs> psychopath. Um, where do we want to go next? Uh, what are your other takeaways from the from the Robin episode? All mm-hmm. we're talking about all the different girls this guy was sleeping with, and like. All the famous girls that like the fact that he had um Carmen Electra just like <laughs> hiding behind the the, the the couch when Jordan King went there. She's she's like scared and stuff. Like yeah, Carmen Electra, there was there's Madonna. Yeah, since this has come out, like Carmen Electra has like been on Twitter saying like yeah, like one time um Dennis just picked her up and blindfolded and said like we're going on a date. And they just went to the practice facility and they were just like having sex with like throughout the whole facility, like on the court in training room, like in like the 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 heat tubs and all this stuff. I'm like, yo, what's like where is everybody on the boat? Like, how is this happening? How does the man get in there to be having sex throughout the whole arena? Like the whole thing, like then this happens a wild man, bro. That's a wild stunt. Man. That's a stunt though. That is a super stunt. <laughs> That's crazy though. Um what do we want to go after that? We went to... Oh, yeah. So, behind the scenes, we're talking about we don't have a lot of context to the contract stuff. Because Pippa was basically like, yeah, I, come, I came back because I knew that I wasn't really going to get my way. And I didn't really see any traction in the trade talks. So, you know, I just came back. Are you, you calling BS on that? Yeah, I feel like no, they I'm... paged it. I feel like they paged it. Like, he's about to get fined, so he just came back to avoid the fine. Yeah. I feel like, put, like Jordan said, listen here, nigga, like, Enough's enough, like bro. Bullied him. He bullied yeah. him. Let's go. Hundred percent. The thing is, though, I don't feel bad for Pippin in a situation. Was a very is that a controversial topic. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't feel bad for him because he's stupid. You should like. You should have like some. So like, I understand that like he came from Arkansas. Because I I have not like that's not where my life is. You know what I mean. So I understand that he came from a life where like he had to like support family and and everything. So he probably just took the money. But like you just have some common sense. Like you know your worth. <laughs> Why did you think that contract was a good contract? Based off. Like, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Yeah. It's like I don't understand how he felt like that contract was a smart contract to sign. And then because you're. In, in year seven of the contract and you don't like the contract you sign you don't have the right to just bitch and throw a tamper, a tamper tantrum because you signed a bad contract that doesn't make sense to me which it's is not, it doesn't make sense to me it's so weird he signed that contract in 91 after the first ring and he was an all-star that year yeah that's why i don't get it yeah <laughs> i don't understand it that sounds like an ask for more money you should know your worth that's even, why the owner, even the owner that's is like yeah that's why i don't the, feel bad at all. <laughs> Even the owner told him, he's like, yo, I wouldn't sign this. <laughs> but, you know, back then, contracts were more so based off security, like long-term. You do, you'll never see a seven-year contract in it. No, not in basketball. Though. Most of you hear is, is, uh, is five, and that's the Supermax. Yeah. But, no. like, once again, like, I don't, I don't feel sorry for you. Yeah. Like, like he's lucky 
the thing is, I feel like Michael was nice. Because if I was Michael and this guy was doing this, I'd, yo, I'd have been paging him from day one. From day one, I'd have been paging him. And then that's why I, think, I think the reason why they weren't really paging them like that was more so because um, they knew like that was their last title run anyway. So like, so I feel like at that point there was like he's mad, yeah, that they're losing games at the beginning. But more so he's like, yeah, this is our last run anyways. Like they're gonna they're, they're planning to break up this team. I can't really bad this guy up for that when they're not taking care of him after this anyways. So it's like sure, you know, sure. To make sure he gets his further deals, you can't you can only be so mad at this guy. I guess you're right. But I mean, like, if the goal is to win the win the championship, it's like we need to get our reps in. We need to do this. We need to be healthy. Like you know what I mean? Like all of this, all of these things. Mm-hmm. I just, I just didn't like the way that he went about it. Like, there's a lot of people who I saw like on social media and that kind of thing that were like really sorry for him. And I'm like, why are you guys sorry for him? He's an idiot. I don't feel bad for him at all. <laughs> like, you can't sign a bad contract, and then I, why am I feeling sorry for you? It was a horrible contract to sign. Well, my my boy said he said, "Yo, he did bad business, but I don't wrong him for doing the bad business, based off his circumstances." Yeah, that's what it is. Like he did the bad the business was bad, but I can't wrong him for doing bad business. It was it was an interesting, interesting perspective. Um, Another yeah. thing I didn't even like either was. The fact that he did his surgery at the beginning of the season. <laughs> yeah. When this guy could have did it after their their championship recovered due to surgery. Explain why he did it though. Yeah, no, that's so like snake fam. Like there's for NBA players do that shit all the time. What are you talking bro, about? Leverage, NBA leverage. All the time. Man, Pippen was moving like a tank. Bro, Kyrie literally was moving like Cavs. a tank. Kyrie literally told the Cavs, if you guys don't trade me. I'm gonna get my surgery at the beginning of the year. Leverage. Oh, a year. Kyrie's a ting for that too. <laughs> like, it, what do you mean? What do you mean? What are you talking about? It's, the same. it's, it's like business, <laughs> bro. Like, if I have, I he literally has the ultimate trump card. You guys need me to win. So if you want me to win, to win the sixth championship, pay me. You don't want to pay me? I'm not gonna play. Yeah. And how'd that work out? He, they didn't pay him and he still paid. And he still played. Yeah. And he won a sixth championship and then he signed a stupid deal the next year. Yeah, oh, he, you know, he has more career does. earnings off of basketball than Michael Jordan does. He does, but I was looking at like the yearly. That's literally because of what he did. If he said, you know, if he just kept signing those trash deals, trash deals, they'd have kept underpaying it. Nah, but, but what I'm saying is that in that last year, he could have just played instead of going in like a ting. And then... Sign this deal after the season. Like that's if, the whole point that I'm making. If he gets hurt, then what? <laughs> he signed the deal and he gets hurt, then what? At least, at least the money's still secure. Yeah, like he was the, hurt anyway. Money is not as good. What are you talking about? He's signing a, a worse deal. So hold on, I, I need to. I don't mean to go off on a rail here. I just need to know how much Houston paid him because Houston had him for one year. Then he went to the Blazers. I think it was the Blazers that gave him some crazy. Maybe. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I can't wrong him for the bad business. Although I think it was stupid. After you're an all star and you sign that BS deal, I don't know, fam. Uh, but let's get into the uh, MJ versus Bad Boys or uh, the beef till this day that he has with uh, I with uh, Isaiah Thomas. Um, the thing is, though, is is it's so biased. 
It's they're, so they're, trying to, they're trying to paint Isaiah into like the worst light of all. I, I I don't like that they're doing that because like even I even listened to him today on the was it yesterday or yesterday on the the, the jump. And he was just saying like yo the reason why they did certain things is like for when you're trying to win, if there's one person that just keeps killing you by the way you're playing, you have to make adjustments. In a timer, you're allowed to like load up a hit, guys. You're gonna do that. Like he even said, like yo, he he didn't only do this to Jordan. He did it when they played against the Lakers. He did it when they played against the uh, the Celtics and when they played against Philly. But just because Jordan was the only one that came out and said like yo, it's bad basketball and they're trying to hurt me and all this stuff, it's just painting them in a light like yo, they were just doing it to Chicago Bulls and to Michael Jordan. That's what I they call the bad boys. Yeah, but I've seen videos of him I'm literally co-signing other players and doing all things to other players. Like I've seen Bill Lambert try to literally break like Larry Bird's back in the air. And they're like literally trying to close him in, in the air. Like like I've seen it. Do you so, think that I feel like what you wanna know what it is though, right? I'm not disrespecting Michael. But I feel like that's Michael building up his myth, like his mythology. You know what I mean? By trying to make it by like Trey's saying that these guys did the exact same stuff to the other stars in that era, but we only talk about the Jordan Rose as this thing like, oh, the Pistons created the Jordan Rose just for Michael Jordan. But like, wouldn't you think that they probably created the same rules for other players? It's just like just didn't get talked about because Michael was the biggest star at that time in the league. You know I guess I mean? when it, I guess when it starts with you, when the rule is created because of you, then it's affecting other teams. I think it's, I think it's a little bit different. But the difference between the Jordan rules and the guys at the other teams, there are more team structure. So, like, yeah. you have to stop Larry, Mikhail, Ainge, blah, blah, blah. On the Chicago teams, when it was just Jordan and he was just killing, it was literally only Jordan scoring. So, their mm-hmm. rule is whenever he tries to take off, we can't stop him while he's in the air. He just finishes over us. Don't let him take off and hit him. That seems like basic rules to me. Like, <laughs> like you're making it like a is killing us when he takes off and scores in the air. <laughs> We're gonna hit. Oh, if I'm a coach, guess what? Don't let him get into the air. Double team him. <laughs> he gets into the air, put him on the ground. Like to John Sally's point, he did say that they did play within the rules. He did. He did say that, and I I see what he was saying. But you guys have heard what I said. I said, yo, that's not. I'm not classifying that as good defense. That's just that's just me. It's not good defense. It's not good defense. Was, I don't. I don't like. I'm not a huge bad boy Pistons fan because like the thing the thing that I like a lot about this era of basketball we can actually see how skilled players are. I don't want to watch basketball where guys are just fighting each other. That's not Bush basketball. league. Bush league. Not, that's not the basketball. Thing, bro, another another <laughs> thing too. We have to stop saying like yo back then they were literally just punching man's in the air. They weren't doing that. Like not every possession a man was just getting close and getting slapped on his face like. <laughs> No, like, they weren't. Like they weren't. Because, like, basketball was they still played. But, like... It was. No, I'm not I saying it was I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind in today's day. Sometimes you just put a nigga on his ass because you know, he's killing you. Like, let him know, like, you can't keep doing this. Like, you see how Trey Young is keep trying to nutmeg guys? Like, yeah. yo, man should sometimes just body slam him in the air. Like, let him know, like, yo. What kind of reason, Stop the foolishness. And I had no problem with what a reason did. I had no problem at all with that. Like, but isn't it, it isn't it yo just you know, play better defense or just play better? Yeah. Why you so mad? My dad says all the time like if Steph was playing back in those days, there would be no shimmying, there would be none of that little shooting and turning backwards before the shot goes in. They would bust his ass. That's disrespectful. That's, that's disrespectful. Yeah. That's disrespectful. And, and NBA NBA players so now they can't do anything about it. They they can't rough him up. They can't because they're gonna get ejected. They're gonna get fined. They're gonna get suspended. 
Like even if this was like back in the early 2000s, Steph wouldn't be doing all that shimmy, shake, turn around that shit because those guys could still hit him. They'd rough him up. Mm. And I feel like they need that. Like they, the NBA is too soft at the point now where you can't touch anybody. But in the 80s was and 90s was just wow where man were just getting like, like there has to be a balance. Like now it's too soft and the 80s was just like you choke Simon man. Like, where do you think the paradigm shift happened with the with the softness in the league? Where 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 was the turning point? You guys brought our test. No, it wasn't even test. that. It was it was um after. I have something in my mind. I'll go after you. Go ahead. After the Pistons and Spurs championship, when the finals was like the score average was like. 80 something points 90 something points and that was like one of the worst viewed finals ever in ratings they're like yo they, they need to see excitement like they have to like change the rules they have to do something to this like we need to see more excitement all mm-hmm. the high-paced games up and down extra scoring it was like it was bringing all the views so it was like they had to change that like look after that like they started changing justin rules like there wasn't so many like defensive teams they have way more offensive schemes like people were like earning their money with offensive things rather than the defense so yeah, that's where you had the birth of the of that area of warriors yeah with the with the running gun warriors the, mm. the seven seconds and less um sons like all those teams started coming after that series very interesting interesting thing i like that i like that go ahead aj thing with the pistons too though i feel like they resorted to that though well, one of the same things that I said that a lot of guys in that era, they weren't Jordan's size or athleticism. Like, who were the Pistons using to guard Michael? It was Joe Dumars. How tall is Joe Dumars? Like 6'2"? If, if we're going by their height then, they probably say 6'4". If you go by today's MK actual thing, I'd probably say 6'1", six 6'2", six if that. Yeah, so Joe, it's like... Joe Dumars said, uh, listed as 6'3". Okay, he's so he's six lifted at, but if we're going actual height, I'd say he's, he's six, six one. Two. He's probably 190, like... 190 centimeters. Yeah, yeah. But understand. Back I, I'm one eighty five centimeters. I'm six one. <laughs> I'm saying back then they didn't have the actual height. They didn't have the actual height. Sure, 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 sure. They were, they were boosted and they were to make man see bigger than they are. So like, just imagine that, right? Like, imagine that you're the piss. Like, you're um, Coach Daly, right? Mm. And you're watching the six six athletic specimen just shoot over all of your guards who well, yeah pretty much every time he gets to the lane that's what i'm gonna do <laughs> like we're gonna knock him on his ass that's all you can do right all right so it's i don't like it like i don't like how the bad boy pistons like won their games because i don't think that's basketball but i mean Bro, other nba players like you watch um, oh my gosh, this guy averaged 2.2 rebounds per game. Ew. Go ahead, Ooh. sorry. You'll do much. Go ahead. <laughs> but if you watch, like, you watch all those other old videos of, like, NBA players getting dominated, you see uh, Julius Urban driving to the lane and getting pulled out of the air, having yep. to get up and punch man's in the face and fight on the court. Like, other superstars dealt with the same kind of um, physical play that Jordan dealt with. But it's just because he kept losing to the same teams over and over and over and over. And because one offseason, he decided, let me actually lift weights like a, like a basketball player is supposed to do. <laughs> put, on, put on some muscle. He gets praised for that. Like, they say he put on 15 pounds of muscle this offseason. Oh, go MJ. Like, he got stronger and tougher. Like, yeah. 
you're supposed to weightlift, bro. Like, what are you talking about? Like, why are we praising him for certain things? Like, Lonzo Ball this offseason put on 15 pounds of muscle. So, should we just start praising Lonzo now? Like, no. Like, you're, you're supposed to get stronger. You're in the league. Get stronger. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like... You have to understand it was different back then, though. Like, I don't... Like, the way that those guys treated their... Like, come on now. The first episode of the documentary, Michael said that he walked into the locker room, dudes were doing cocaine they had girls in the locker room like let's be real like it was different it was a different time back then like you know what i mean i think also yeah. when different because men are doing coke men are still doing drugs now it's just not coke like and cocaine in the locker room fam like come on now what do you see i think i think that the thing with the weight with the weightlifting i think the difference is back then he wanted to use the weight to like weaponize the weight he's like yo i don't want to take any more pain i want to administer the pain that's what that's what he said yeah. right so and that's interesting that queuing into the things that they were praising him for and adding to his the legend of him that was interesting yeah and i'm seeing that people are having a debate to see if lebron could play in that era like lebron's 280. i'm like bro jordan was 66215 <laughs> and mm-hmm. he was that pain like, you watch lebron get dragged by his neck and still finish and once and get up and flex like you think you think isaiah thomas is hitting lebron the air when he drives to the lane Hmm. That's your gonna hurt. Like, Joe Dumars been injured. A lot of, a lot of the NBA wings now could play in that era. Like that's like, the thing. Like Kawhi, LeBron, PG, like Colt, like these guys are all like six, seven, six, eight, six, nine, strong, athletic wings. Sure. Like a the lot thing, of those guys are going to kill in that era. They're, the they're thing, all going to be able to hoop in that era. You know what I mean? Thing is, I didn't come up with with this analogy. And if you guys know, shout them out because someone. The reason, one of the reasons why people praise Kobe so much is that, you know, because um, Generals, he calls MJ the original, he calls Kobe the remix. And someone else said that MJ, you know, his physique, his athleticism combined with his skill, he's like a Bugatti, right? And then they call Kobe, wasn't a Bugatti, he wasn't a super, he wasn't like a super star, superstar, but his athleticism and his skill was sort of like a, like a mid-range vehicle, but he's like, yo, to be able to be that good and compared to the Bugatti, that's why we praise Kobe. So I'm wondering, what would the analogy be for LeBron? If Michael is a Bugatti and say like, you know, uh, Kobe is a uh, a McLaren, what's what's LeBron? It would have to be something that's that's powerful as shit, but also fast as hell. American muscle. Drive, like. American muscle. American muscle car, maybe, or uh, like, I don't know. Like, Mustang, I don't know. It's oh, kind of interesting. A Ram? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a Ram? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a Hummer has to be a big, fast vehicle. Yeah. Or a Batmobile? Or a Batmobile, yeah. <laughs> the, the dude, um, armored Tesla truck. Like, I don't, I don't know what you want to. The cyber truck? Oh, yeah. <laughs> No man, I thought I thought that was interesting though. We got. Mm-mm-mm. No, I I did. It is crazy how we don't talk a lot about uh, those Pistons teams though. And they won back to back. They're one of the last three teams to win back to back titles. 
Yo, Michael Jordan's PR, like Michael Jordan's PR team's a lead, eh? Like he, he like obliterated those bad play Pistons team. Like we don't talk about them anymore. It's crazy. I seen um, <laughs> to me. Isaiah was saying like you see how like they're batting him up and saying like about them leaving the court or whatever early. Yeah. So like and um, so they were saying pretty. He was pretty much saying like so after Bulls won Game Three. Michael Jordan had a press conference and they were, he was pretty much saying like, yo, Detroit Pistons are, are bad for the league and they're bad champions, right? Mm-hmm. So he's saying like, yo, the whole the whole team was saying like, yo, how could a man that never won a championship yet call us bad champions? So they, they, they all felt disrespected and they said their plan was to like, there was going to be no interaction after the series is done after that, regardless. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So he was saying like all the stuff he was like, yo, like the, the, the bad blood was there. But he's like, the difference between us and them, the bad blood for us happened only on the court. He's like, it carried off, off the court with Michael. And he's like, oh, he sees that there's an issue with that. Like, he's like, mm. I don't understand why, like, you're the only one taking this to heart. Like, bro, 30 years later, you're still saying you hate me on documentaries. Like, he's like, bro, like, I don't understand this problem. He's like, it's more than that for me. Michael is, does, Michael's is. known for holding grudges, though. What is interesting, though, because, like, Trey's right, like, the, the Pistons were doing this to every superstar in that era. Like, I have seen the clips where Bill Lambert almost broke Larry Bird's back. Larry Bird talks glowingly about Isaiah and those teams. So does Magic. Magic does. Pretty sure the Pistons were beating up on the, on the, or injuring guys or hitting guys just as hard as they did with the Bulls. Magic Johnson and Isaiah Thomas were friends, bro. And the first time they the finals, the first play he drove, Isaiah Thomas got knocked out of the air by Magic Johnson. That's his friend, bro. And the man looked at him like, oh, so that's how we're playing? All right, bet. Let's get to it. There was no like, oh, oh, I hate this guy for life. Like, bro, like. Yeah. That is interesting. No, yeah, because Michael hates them. Michael hates Refre- them. Refresh me. There was a time where, uh, for a long time, Isaiah Magic had beef. What was it beef about again, briefly? It was because of Isaiah, who, Isaiah and Magic? Yeah. I, uh, I think it might have been due to the final. I think it was because of that, like the 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 hit. Like, was it? I, I'm pretty sure. So I, know, I know they did a special it about started, it. It started because of that. Maybe. And he's like, after that, he's like, realized like, yo, like it wasn't the same, whatever. Like, it was, but at the end of the day, they squashed that. Mm-hmm. MJ like does not give a shit to squash nothing with Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> I got the man blackballed from the the dream team, like. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things this guy does, and I'm like, yo, what's wrong with this guy? Like, yeah, it's that's a lot of discussion because, like, if we're keeping a hundred outside of like Michael Bird Magic, Isaiah Thomas probably should have been the next person to call in that era. Yeah, two time champ. <laughs> I found it interesting when uh, when they were talking about like muses and MJ's, like, yo. I had a problem with people saying all I could do is score, but when it came down to winning a championship, I couldn't do it. So that first one felt like, yo, I can now be mentioned with the Magics and the Bird, the Magics and the Birds. And, and he didn't say Isaiah. And at the same time, I'm like, yo, you only have one. Like, is he saying, like, obviously he's saying, yo, I have a championship. So I mentioned him, but yo, these guys have three, five, like, it's still. It's not equal to me, but I was interesting. You also didn't mention Matt, uh, Isaiah too. But he hates Isaiah. That's I crazy. I wonder if he hates. Does he hate all of those guys, or is it just like he just hates Isaiah? Like, does he hate Joe Dumars? 
Yeah, right. he hates Joe Dumars. But he hates when one of them, that's when he said like he, he still has hate and it's hard for that whole Detroit Detroit Pistons team. Like, well, mind you, he got two of them. You got two of them on to three P with him. You got Rodman and 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 Sally. Yeah. You know. I guess he. I guess he feels like yo, those guys are more so. They're not the stars. They're just the the guys that are told what to do. So you can't really hate them as much as he hates the other guys. The henchmen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that is the yeah, they asked him. They interviewed John Sally on, on um, the show after, and they asked yeah. Leo how did how did uh, Michael feel when they asked when they came to him about you come to the team. He's like, yo, he was all for it. He was happy. You know what I mean? So. And that's another thing too like so watching through this documentary now i'm seeing all the guys that jordan's playing against and they all end up his teammates and these guys will end up on jordan's team as teammates without his blessing mm-hmm. so now when lebron says okay i want to play with this guy because this guy does so and so and helps helps what we're trying to do here is lebron needs this much guys to help and he's always trying to choose his team and this and that bro they draw for dennis rock like, the one thing that they didn't come and ask MJ, do you want Dennis Rodman on your team? He 100% said, yes, give me Dennis Rodman. Like, Ron Harper, he yeah. says when they played against Cleveland, the one mistake they made was on the last shot was putting Craig Elo on him and not Ron Harper. <laughs> like, yeah. Then all like, of a sudden, Ron Harper's on Bulls team, part of a three-peat. Like, it's like, well, you're drawn for man that you need on your team and you like on your team, but people discredit other stars for getting players on their team. Sure. And, like, that's the only thing with me. Like, if you're gonna judge the careers, judge them evenly, bro. Like, judge them evenly. Because I was even having a discussion, and people are telling me, like, yo, they rather lose in the second round or the first round than get to the finals and lose. That doesn't make sense to me. I've seen like, a lot of people say that too. That, that's, has, that's that has like that's that's a mentality of a loser. You rather lose in an earlier round just because it's not gonna be a knock on your thing. It's still a knock, bro. Like you they can't tell me you had a better you can't tell me you had a better year than I did because you lost in the first round, but I went to the finals and lost. Like bro, what? Like I mean even if I didn't win the championship, I'm still I'm an Eastern Conference or Western Conference champion and I had a chance to play for a title. You were losing in the first round and watching me play the whole rest of the playoffs, like we're not on the same level. Yeah. I don't care what you're gonna tell me. Mm-hmm. We're not on the same level. But wait, who are you saying that in reference to? So like, because people are saying like, yo, LeBron has nine finals appearances, but he has six losses. But like, oh, yo, okay, okay. And they're saying we shouldn't give him credit for having the nine appearances because he lost six times. But like, okay, so he out of his his career done today, he played sixteen, what, seventeen years, went to the finals nine times. There's guys that haven't smelt the finals at all, like not even smelt the finals and losing <laughs> conference finals, this, that, that. Like, so what, they should have the same kind of acclaim as this guy because, like, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, yeah, he lost, but, like, sometimes he's losing because, you know what I'm saying? Like, teams are stacked up against him. It's really, it's really eye-opening how good those Bulls teams were. Like, they were really good. Nuts. Like, top no, to bottom. Really, like, really good teams. Yeah. When I was in high school, you just hear about Michael doing what he's doing and as you get older so as I've got older and I've done more research and I've looked into it it's like yo how how did Mike how we Michael's a goat but the man had like arguably the best European player player at the time mm-hmm. <laughs> he had the greatest rebounder slash defending big at the time mm-hmm. 
the best wing defender at the time, who was also probably a top five NBA player at the time, in Scotty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Best coach. People call him. People call him number two. That's best coach ever. He had the best coach ever. Watching <laughs> okay? about this documentary, I've heard multiple in the documentary. I've heard Dennis. <laughs> what's his name? Um, David Aldridge says Dennis Rodman is the best Second, defender. Yeah, the best defender he's ever seen. Mm-hmm. On ball defender he's ever seen in his thirty years. I'm watching basketball. <laughs> okay, that's that's one. Scotty Pippen. All right, Steve Kerr said that when MJ retired, Scotty Pippen was probably the best player in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Dennis Rodman oh, second that second that. Flipping, I'm watching this now, and everybody is saying, "Yo, Phil Jackson is undoubtedly the greatest coach of all time." So now you're playing with the best on ball defender of all time. Arguably the second best player in the NBA of all time and the greatest coach of all time. Also with one of the best GMs the game has ever seen because yeah. Jerry Crawford went and did all these things to put you in that career position. So you literally had all the things lined up and you're, you didn't win till you had all these things lined up. And now it's like, okay, because you're the best player on that team, you're automatically the GOAT. I don't, I, if you put Kobe on that same exact roster with those other guys, he doesn't win six for six. You put prime Kobe probably does. He 100% goes six for six. Yeah, 100% he goes six for six. 100% he goes six for six. That is a take. That is a take. But if you take off Jordan off of that team, because even I watching today, Skip, uh, not Skip. What's his name? The next white you. Max Kellerman. Max Kellerman. The man said, "Okay, if Jordan has the same team he had when he won the championships against LeBron, he beat LeBron 100 out of 100 times." I'm like, yo, why are you saying if he had the same team that he had when he won the championships? Put him on a team now. Is he going to... If you put him on the Cavs team that's losing in the championship or the, the, anything that LeBron's lost on, and you swap them, you think he's bringing Jordan Clarkson and and Terry and <laughs> Nance and these guys against Pippen, Bird, LeBron, or Pippen, Flipson, Robin, LeBron, and beating them? No, like... You understand Jordan's great, but he was also in a very great position. Like he was in a perfect position. It lined it's, up perfectly for him. It really dawned on me how great those teams were. Like they were really good, really good. They were really good teams. Yeah, you know I mean, I never I realized that, that. It was, it was five, five and thirty in, in the playoff record. Was five and thirty before Scottie Pippen got there. Five and thirty. What was Ron Harper's specialty? Five and thirty. Defensive, defensive star. But you say five. He got Ron too. That's what I see. Five and thirty. <laughs> all like that. He had like a, a trash winning percentage when he's playing against. How could he have been five and thirty? Who who was he playing? I know he played the Celtics. Um, the first year he made, he played the Celtics. Who did he play the following year? Did he get out the first round the following year? No, his first but, year he got swept. Is first that? Round. But That's I think it? I think Trey's talking about the franchise's playoff record before that, right? Just as a franchise. Oh, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make that's what I'm saying. That doesn't make any sense. That sounds like the, that sounds like the franchise. That sounds like that was the franchise's record. I had a screenshot of it. Let me see if I can find it. Um, but I seen I was like this. Five and thirty. Yeah, it sounds bro, like a little something. Bro, like, oh. the, the the first two rounds were only five games. That's a lot of that's a lot of losses. <laughs> I'm gonna check because that that doesn't seem right, Britta. <laughs> I'm just checking right now. See if he has the other uh, thing. Uh, man has a ten percent win percentage without Scotty Pippen in the playoffs. And it's crazy when you have. I was looking at some of his playoffs. Top games you can't count him. 
Oh, if it's ten percent, then it probably is like five and thirty. <laughs> well, he's gone to. He went to the playoffs. Did he? He missed the playoffs his first year, no? Yeah, no, but he made, he made it his first two years and got swept. No, he what didn't was... make it his first year, did he? He did. He made it his first two years and got swept. So he used. Right. So the documentary said that he 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 made it his second year. He made it. And the see, here's year, the thing the documentary is kind of faulty because they said Scotty Pippen signed a seven year, $18 million. But from my research, it was actually a five year because it was a five year extension from his rookie deal in 91, which doesn't make any sense. So it's kind of wishy washy. Okay, yeah, Jordan drafted in 85, Scotty was drafted in 87. Yeah, that makes that makes a bit more sense, but MJ didn't lose 30 games in two years. Yeah, there's no way he lost that. That's probably a coaching. That's probably a coaching record. There's no maybe way. Making, maybe it wasn't playoffs. Then. Maybe some type of record, no but it's still wild. Maybe he's five and thirty without. Yeah, maybe it was in a season. I don't know. It was something. It's, I seen someone. Right, you know what? No, you know what, Trey? No, the thing is though, that number might be right though because the f- first year he did make the playoffs. Trey was right. They, he played four games. Okay. Year two, he played three games. Year three, he played three games. So back to back sweeps, and then one series won four games. So where's the thirty come from? But then, so then he's one in ten, or one in nine. He's one in ten. Yeah, that's yeah, ten percent. That's 10%. one in ten. And 10%. then the following year, they only played ten games. So that means he lost in the conference finals. Is that to the Bad Boy Pistons? No, he lost the conference finals to someone, and then Bad Boy Pistons, Bad Boy Pistons, he lost. Yes. That's a yeah. lot of losing. With Doug Collins. <laughs> with Doug Collins, yeah. Yeah. So, actually, no. Trey might be right. His record might be... Whatever he said, he might be right. He might have yeah, been, like... With it wasn't 5 and 30, but it was definitely, like, five wins and, like, a whole lot of losses. <laughs> this this image is without Pippen. Yeah, without Pippen. Yeah, Pippen but got drafted. Two years, three years after Jordan, so it couldn't be that. You couldn't play 30, 35 games at all. Thing, you got swept. All I know is that Pippen was out here getting triple doubles in the playoffs. So, now nah, Pippen was really good. I, I'm not gonna lie. I used to always talk crap about Pippen, but now nah, <laughs> after watching this documentary, now nah, Pippen, new respect for Scottie Pippen and no homo. But I never realized like how long he was either. Like Pippen's damn pterodactyl playing. He was. Game. He was. Bro, man was like, <laughs> he was an animal still. Yeah, you do. Do create. Do created a position. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I I used to always slander and talk shit about Scotty and all this stuff. No, not anymore. So did I, bro. I was literally like, <laughs> a month ago, I was saying that Devin Booker is a better basketball player than Scotty Pippen. Not a chance, oh right? Not, not a damn chance anymore. I would take Devin Booker because of what I see Devin Booker do on the offensive end. The way they're talking about Pippen and all the things they're saying about Pippen is like, you're literally just saying this guy was uh, uh, flipping a skinny LeBron before LeBron, is what they're pretty much saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. what they're, this is what they're telling me Bro, I don't know man I'm watching these clips I'm like, bro I'm like, wait Scotty Pippen was this tall? He was he was this long? Like You think Okay, Le- <laughs> Prime LeBron Going against the bad boy Pistons Do you think he's absorbing That contact? I don't think that By the way LeBron doesn't win those games eh? I hope you know this LeBron still loses to the Pistons No, he doesn't They were, they were seven does. Let me tell you the difference Okay if Magic was beating those guys, Magic is the same height as LeBron, 
but about 50 pounds lighter. Not as fast, not as athletic, but LeBron does the same thing that this guy does. It depends on which team you're talking about. If LeBron's no. going like the bad boys Pistons with I'm just with, talking about the way they were clotheslining Mike. Do you think do you think he's absorbing that contact? I don't think they can clothesline him like the way they clothesline Mike. Fair. Cause he's he's stronger than them. Yeah. <laughs> like you can you can't close my man is stronger than you. Cause he's my getting, thing is now if he's if LeBron's allowed to literally run full speed and put his shoulder down into you and literally just bonks you out the way. <laughs> that's not a fun. Like, that's what they're allowed to do back then. You can literally, he's putting the same pressure on them. So now Isaiah Thomas drives LeBron and says, no, I'm going to close on the shit out this nigga today. Bang! That nigga's injured. <laughs> yeah. It's like not, like, it's like not Zion. If Zion playing back, they're allowed to hit niggas. What's going to happen? You think they can close on Zion? Mm-hmm. No. That's what I'm saying. I think I think LeBron may have a chance absorbing that kind of defense. 100% um, yeah. Now nah, the reason why I think they lose is because I think LeBron would like AJ come closer. I feel like he would be missing free throws and yes, yes, he, he'd, he'd be splitting. He'd be splitting shots. a lot. Yeah, like I feel like everything would be to the rim for him. And bro, he would be dunking on them and getting an ones, bro. Like, what do you? Man, I know LeBron's a strong dude, but hey, thumps are thumps, eh? Hits <laughs> are hits. You can thump a man when he's thumping and hitting you back, like, bro. You know how hard it is to foul a man that's just bigger than you? It's hard, bro. <laughs> Think of all the times you played basketball and just been a big a man like Tech. You're playing against Tech. How many times? Like, you only hit Tech so many times. He's just bigger than you. He, he's gonna go through those hits. Now, if I'm at a man like me driving, you can hit me the whole game. I'm going to be feeling it because I'm smaller than you. Yeah. Like, like, you know what, though? You are right because I remember I remember when we played um, Bounce with Bennett. And this guy dunked on our whole team. Yeah, like, really, when a man's really bigger than you, a man's bigger than you, bro. Like, you know you can do about it? <laughs> I don't know, man. Interesting. Um, for next week, do you guys have any predictions on episodes? I only know that episode four is about uh, Dream Team, um, but I don't know what episode five is about. Which one? The next week's? I swear it's about um, the All Star, that All Star game, isn't it? Is it? They have a whole, a whole episode about the All Star game. It'll probably be like the All Star game. It'll probably be like I feel like they have some Kobe videos in there. I'm probably gonna start crying, to be honest. <laughs> I know it's a dream team though. One of the episodes is about dream team, so we'll see. Things I had. The dream also- team one will probably be most interesting. What 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 are you guys looking to get like information that you've heard rumors about that you want clarified from the doc? Like, what do you guys want to see? You do you first. I want to see. I want to hear what. I want to hear what he actually said to to keep Isaiah Thomas off the UST. That's what I want to know. <laughs> I, heard, I, I heard it was MJ and Scotty that kept them off. Yeah, they talked about that though in the um the oh, the, the USA document. They talked about it. Nah, but I want to see from Michael's perspective. Michael never talks about stuff. If he did, he said it in the documentary. Okay. The man literally said like, bro, like I don't want to have any more questions about Isaiah Thomas. Like the, the new Isaiah Thomas question. They pretty much said, like Michael and Scotty said like, yo, we don't want to play with this guy. He's a, and he brought up the sore loser talk from when they, from when they beat him and they walked out and sh- and didn't shake hands. So I've seen that I've seen that clip so many times of them not shaking hands and then them walking past and this and that. But like, it's unfair when it comes to perspective because you're only hearing one side of the story. Sure. So it's like, 
I don't know. They need to have a sit down and it's like they need either fight or, or something. Hmm. Isaiah's reasoning for not shaking their hands isn't a good reason, though. Ooh. Because Michael is right. Like, you're just, they're just being bitches. Like, lose with dignity. But the thing is, Isaiah even said it. The, the Celtics did the same thing when they beat them. And they're bitches, too. What? Just because, just because, because someone, just because someone acts like a bitch to you doesn't mean you have to do the Bro, same thing. when you lose, you leave. You're like, I haven't seen Emory Pierre do this in today's age. Like, I've seen Kevin Garnett lose and walk off the court not say nothing. Like, I've seen it happen. But teams of people have done it to me, too. I'm just saying, like... Wait, do you have a problem with them leaving before the buzzer? Yeah, bro, like, my whole thing is that if you're going to leave, if you're going to lose, like, lose humbly, like, stop sucking up because you got your ass whooped. Like, I don't, I I just feel like that's poor sportsmanship, but you know what I mean? As much as, like, I'm not a crazy LeBron um, dude or, like, a fan, the way that LeBron handled, like, those losses to the Warriors the last two years, I feel like he could have been, like, a bitch about it. Like, the man could have just walked off, like, he was still dapping guys being down 30 in closeout games. Say like congrats, whatever. Like you know what I mean. Uh-huh. I just feel like there's better ways to go about it. Like you don't need to just leave and just suck up because you guys lost. We seen Kobe dodging the confetti after Game Six, Boston. Yeah, and he was a bitch for that too. <laughs> like I'm going to keep it on it. Like Kobe's my guy, but like I feel like it's. it's well, that doesn't make the man a bitch because the man lost and he's mad. He doesn't want to congratulate man. Who says he's congratulate them in the back of the of the thing? Like it doesn't. That doesn't mean nothing, bro. Like. You're mad if you lose some. I'm not gonna. I don't want to shake your hand either. I, I hated losing in tournaments and having to line up and shake the next team's hand. I hated, I hated it. it too. I hated it too. But you used to do it. Bro. I hated it. If I could avoid, I would have walked up every time too. I don't care. So you're so a sore so loser, fam. I'm not a sore loser, Bryce. Bro, I hate losing. So me coming and shaking hands not doing nothing for me. What about it? What does that do? So Trey, would you say that sportsmanship is overrated? <laughs> in certain sense, yes, bro. Like that's the, that's the question. Now. Is sportsmanship overrated? In certain in certain sense, horrible. yes. Like, I I agree. I agree. I don't like. What is me shaking your hand after the game? What does that do for you? What does that do for you? Respect for the game. What does that do for you, bro? We're competing. What does that do for you? Me. Go ahead, AJ. Go ahead. Go ahead. What does that do for you? What do you mean? At least you know that I whooped your ass. Congratulate me, nigga. Like what are you talking about? Like. Bro, it is what it is, bro. There's been plenty of times where I've lost games or I've lost to people that I hate, like I don't like, like I compete with. After the game, like it is what it is. Like, all right, congrats, whatever. Keep it moving. Like, you know what I mean? You do it. Like, I just think that you, you not congratulating or like going to shake hands. Like, you don't even have to say nothing, bro. It's just like, it's just poor sportsmanship in my eyes. That's that's all I'm saying. I'd rather have a man not say anything at all to me than come and give me one of these. A good game. <laughs> I'd rather have the man not say anything. If the man's coming and literally giving me like you know, like a yo great series or whatever, blah blah blah. Yeah, that's appreciative. Rather the man is coming and give you a, a good game and walk off like the half dap, not even look at you like bro. Like I'd rather have nothing at all. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. Same, why, why say congratulations? Like if it's something that you really feel like yo, you went to war with this person, you actually give them a, a sincere congratulations. That's fine. But if I'm asking to come and give you a yo, yo, good game, yo, good game, man. Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> like that. Like, beat it, bro. I don't care. One of my highlights, one of my highlights of my basketball career was when we beat CIA Bounce. When they were ranked like number one in Canada, okay? When we beat these guys at Hoop Dome, the amount of kiss tea and suck face that I saw when these guys had to shake our hands, I loved it. I loved it. I loved the energy. I loved it. 
having these guys have to not even look me in the eye and shake my hand because they know we whooped their ass. I loved it. It's yeah, something that you do. And then guess what happened? When we played them four months later at Provincials and they beat us at Provincials, guess what we had to do? They shake their hands. They beat us when it mattered the most. But like, bro, you just do it, man. It's, that's how it is. I just feel like it's poor sportsmanship, fam. <laughs> but the thing is, I know for a fact when they beat you guys, you were doing the same thing. You were doing bare kissy and bare suck feet. Hundred percent. So then, 100%. what's the point of you doing it? Because you something that you do, fam. You it, bro. <laughs> I don't understand how you don't see it, man. I just feel like it's it's in poor taste, man. I feel like it's in poor taste. What would your dad say? Or does your dad do the same thing you do? What? He's a coach. What's different? But as a player, like. As a coach, he's probably giving out the fake good games. Like he's giving out, like he didn't coach like to lose, bro. Like as a player, if I if I just played a hard game and I feel like I put my all into the game and I lost, but I don't feel like talking to nobody after the game. Period. say good game, like bro. Would your dad let you walk, if you lost, would your dad let you just walk off the court, or would he tell you, oh, what are you doing, or drag you by your shirt and tell you to get in line? Bro, and that's why I just give us the fake good games and keep it moving. Bro. But I feel like that's more disrespectful than actually walking off. Yeah. <laughs> what Isaiah and those, what Isaiah and the Pistons did, I thought was like a, it was a, it was a ting move. Bro. It was a ting move. I think it was a ting. It doesn't make no sense to me. They should have like shook Dude, their hands. You see what I'm talking about? So now, man's get. You gotta keep talking. Keep talking. Go ahead. Isaiah them and get get berated for them doing that. But then, when when LeBron loses, I've literally heard them say. Look at this guy smiling and dapping up other players and after he loses. And they're like, yo, this guy has no killer instinct. So what do you want the man to do? You want the man to, to congratulate them <laughs> after they win or to walk? I don't know who said that, though. I've never said that. I've never definitely said that. heard that. Look at this, this man smiling and giggling and laughing and and, have, and shaking this guy's hand and talking to Durant after they beat this guy. Like, what are you talking about? I'm off that. <laughs> I'm out of there. Especially in the finals, you beat me, I'm off that. LeBron's usually LeBron's been pretty good when it's come to that stuff though. He's been pretty good. I'm just saying I I don't like any player doing that. This isn't like a bias towards Zeke and the Pistons. There's nothing to do with that. Like I I don't like anybody doing that. Because yeah, you're right. I have seen Kobe just walk off of games where he's lost. He didn't shake no one's hands. Yeah, Kobe's a bitch for that. He shouldn't have did that. He should have taken his L. He should have taken his L. Why can he not congratulate them after the game? Why does he have to congratulate them right then? Let him, let him, let him, let him uh, process. Hey, let's keep it a hundred. Let okay, let's a keep it a hundred. If I don't congratulate you after the game, I am sure as hell not talking to you 15 minutes after I just lost. I've see you. you know, I'm definitely not talking to you. I'm off this. Like, what are you saying? There's no way. It's not like I'm going, I'm going to be, I'm going to be happier 15 minutes after losing. I'll probably be even more mad. I will say that Magic looked a bit too happy to lose to Michael. Yeah, so, like so you that AJ? You want you want a man to, to lose you and come in the change room and like dap you up and hug you up while you just when it is beat you? You rather a man do that? It's it's a, magic, it's magic's a, a happy guy though. Magic's a happy guy. Yes. Magic bro, magic quit magic quit being the, the president of the Lakers to so go back to tweeting, okay? <laughs> yeah, magic's a happy guy. <laughs> He's a Don't. different guy <laughs> Don't kill me. Um to close, do you guys uh, any predictions on things that we may we may see in 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 the doc? Because you said you want clarification on Team USA. Uh, Trey commented on that. Anything else that you guys want to see or predict or? I don't know what I really want to see. I just know like the rest of the documentary is pretty much this. It's gonna be a super highlight 
anything that team did to the max. Like it's gonna just like it's gonna just take it above and over. Well, I will say it's interesting that uh, Michael gave ESPN the green light to release the footage after LeBron won uh, round number three. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I you love see what it. I'm saying? I like, love it. No, I love it. The competition never dies. Michael's, Michael's, hey, Michael's the GOAT just for doing that. This nigga's petty. He's that petty. Like the GOAT. Oh, you want to trap his That doesn't make him the GOAT. That shows insecurity that man has. Petty. No, I love it. man sitting on footage for 20 years. I love man, it. The man hears that the media is saying, yo, this guy is challenging Jordan. I love it. Like, this doesn't show anything. This is just showing, okay, yeah, you guys had... A good last season, like all right. Nah, you gotta put people on notice though. I, I respect yeah, it's I petty. It. I respect I the move it. though. You gotta put people it. on notice. Petty, I love it. I love it. My, he's like, oh, you niggas forgot. Hey, ESPN. Let's begin. Start it up. I would have loved it. it. I would have rated it more if they were like being a little bit more less biased, more honest. Like show the man's like more of his his down times. More than not, just, not once have I heard Michael say. Why would huh? I do that? What superstar is going to make a documentary showing about when I failed? Not, but that, 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 when you show more of your failures, it, it literally enheightens your your success more when you actually get to that point. I don't feel like I don't feel like Michael's PR team talks about him failing. <laughs> it's not part of his brand. Failure is not, not part, part of his brand. brand. That, is, that is my point. Everybody has image of him as him never failing. That's his brand. Oh, we know the nigga has failed. You see how they haven't showed one time yet, or I hope they do show it, but they haven't showed one time yet when the man came back from his his first retirement and they met Shaq and and, and Penny in the playoffs. And they showed, see, the, man, showed see, the man turned the ball over and, and, and cost him the series. But <laughs> see, they don't see, show that. But, but see right what here now everybody's saying about LeBron. Yo, when his documentary comes out, they're gonna show his meltdown versus Dallas and this and that, and they're they're high all the man's negative. But check it out though. The thing is, what when you mentioned Michael losing to Magic, guess what they're gonna show right after that? His revenge series. No, yeah, that, that's that's what they're gonna do. But yeah, they're, they're, gonna, they're always gonna show him back on top. So they'll show they, the L, but he always has great revenge series. Like yeah, but the thing is, so does LeBron. When LeBron lost, he comes bounce back and he wins. But then they did. It's just they highlight the loss so much more. Then they do his win. Nah, Michael does have burn tapes. They burn a lot of Michael tapes. Loses to to um to Dallas. Because that can beat OKC. Well, all, all everything is yo. Well, you beat a young team and you beat this, and but your meltdown against Dallas was so much bigger than your first championship. We're gonna just keep killing you. Whenever you won one, it's like, okay, but you just lost a lot of like they just keep killing this guy. Like they don't they never keep the thing the same. Mind you, this is coming from a bronze stand. Yeah, so a little little bit of stab. But the thing is even when my people make excuses for Jordan losing to Magic and saying, "Yo, he never had a full season to get his legs back." But they were not saying that when his first game back or second game back against New York, he had 55 coming off of retirement. They didn't say the boy man getting his legs back. The man had a double nickel his second game back. And all of a sudden, <laughs> four months later in the playoffs, the man loses. So he didn't have his his game his game shape there. Like, oh, like come on, bro. Like, one come thing, on. One thing I didn't like was in game uh, shape. Go ahead, AJ. Go ahead. One thing I didn't like about the doc though is um how they shat on Jerry Cross for like like yo those first two episodes were just we're just gonna shit on this guy he's dead eh like I, dead. People, I didn't I didn't know he I was dead people, until I recorded I hope people notice like yo the man's not alive eh like he's not alive he's not alive <laughs> they spent two hours just killing this guy I'm like bro like the man's not even alive to defend himself like what are you guys <laughs> doing who greenlit this. Tony Cooper came out and said that today. 
<laughs> I'm like, she that Jerry was alive to, to tell his side of the story. Yeah, I'm like, yo, who, I'm like, who at ESPN greenlit? We're just gonna shit on a dead man. Like, like we can't even defend himself. There's like nobody in documentary because the thing is, he made bad decisions. But like, we're not gonna talk about all the great decisions that he made to build the team up to the point that they were like one of the greatest teams of all time. And we're not gonna talk about this. Yeah, he was never he was never celebrated, and he deserves some celebration to your friends. It's crazy to me because like he fired a coach that Michael did not want to leave. Like, mm-hmm. like we forget this. Like, like Collins was his guy. Collins was Michael's guy. Man got that guy out of here. He found he found Tony Kukoc. He traded for Scottie Pippen. He got Ron Harper. Like these are all things that he did. But speaking on the Doug the Doug Collins, when uh, the interview asked him. Um, about uh, leaving, and he's like, "Oh, there came a point in time where I just I felt like Phil Jackson should be the coach." And the way he said it was kind of like, yeah. "What happened? <laughs> what happened?" He wasn't going to say it. I know exactly. But, Phil Jackson was doing was. some stuff behind the scenes, buddy. Yeah, because they they said that when when Doug Collins was tired of hearing from Tex Winter, Jerry Cross kept telling Phil like, "Yo, keep working with 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 Tex Winter on the side. You can definitely see when two other coaches are over there just." Working on plays and doing this, doing that. The match will be looking like, yo, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, they're like, oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. We're not doing nothing. And I said, oh, all right. My new, my newest time was coming, man. You yeah. think so? Okay, okay. I, yeah, that's the one part of the documentary I didn't like. Like, I feel like they, he deserves, he deserves more praise than the hate that he's getting. That's how I feel. I think, I think the hate really and like, comes. And he's dead. You, you, you're right, he is dead. I think the hate really comes when it's like, yo, this was, you did, the team did not need to break up. No, they didn't. It did not need to break up. So when you say, oh, uh, yeah, Phil Jackson comes to you talking about, oh, yeah, I want to get paid as much as the other coaches in the league that are that are winning. And like, the, the, I want to get paid as much as the coaches I'm beating. And Krause yeah. is like, nah, I can't do that. And he's like, okay, well, this is your last, this is your last season here. And then Michael comes out public and says, yo, Phil's not here. I'm not here. And Krause is like, yo, if Michael wants to leave, that's his choice. But we want him here. And just like, yo, you're willing to, you know what I mean? That's where, I think that's where the kind of the, the shit now comes from. Because like, yo, we were. That's where the hate comes. But I mean, like, you can look at both sides of the coin. It's like. If you have to celebrate team, him to a point. I agree. I agree. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, he built that team. It's not like he just came in and took over a great team like he built that, that team so he didn't, he didn't draft me, michael did like, he? Mm-hmm. He, didn't, he didn't draft michael but he got scotty pippen he traded for scotty pippen this is the thing i thought scotty pippen was drafted by the he got it came in the same year what didn't jerry jerry crow get hired the same year that michael got his job michael got drafted mm. no. i don't think I, I would have to go back and rewatch but i don't think jerry drafted him i know jerry traded for Pippen. this is the thing like I never knew that Scottie Pippen was even drafted by the Chicago Bulls. Like, these are things that I never knew. Like he yeah. traded for Scottie Pippen. He found all of these guys. So yeah, like, yeah, no. it says uh, from '85 to '03 he was the Bulls. Yeah, yeah, okay. So okay. he did draft. Oh, so he drafted Michael Jordan. Interesting. <laughs> well, didn't <laughs> Jordan come in? What? Didn't Jordan '84? '85, '84, '85, right? Yeah. 80. No, no, no. Yeah. So Jerry came in the following year. Cause yeah, Jerry came in the following year. Yes, 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 yes. So he did not draft. He did not draft Michael. 
I just don't. Like, I just don't like talking crap about a dude that's not even there to defend himself. I just think that's that's in bad taste. They, there's talking crap, and then at the same time, it's like, yo, are they keeping in the book? And at the same time, he cannot defend himself. So it's like, it's like making a, yeah, it's like, you know I mean? it's like making the Michael Jackson doc. Like, you can't say anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> like man's gone. Like what are you. You're slandering the man's name, man. Let, let the dead rest, but you know, he's part of the yeah, story, really. so it's very interesting. I don't mean to doodle on Michael's stats. Rookie year 28, 6, and 6. That's amazing. That's amazing, buddy. That's the thing. You'll never That's ever be able nuts. to talk bad about his stats, but the stats are stupid. Like, they're stupid. They're actually stupid, buddy. When- like, he has a year where he averaged 37. Yeah, 30, 30, 37, uh, five boards, four and a half assists, three steals, block and a half. Bro, when uh, they showed the... 40 minutes a game. Yeah. Like, there was a year when, when Doug Collins said that he was coaching this guy and the man won MVP, all-star MVP, um, dunk contest, scoring champion, MVP, defensive player, and MVP in the same season. So, like... That will never ever be done ever again. Ever again. Yeah, I think he was the last guard to win uh defensive player of the year. After that, the smallest person since yeah. then was like Kawhi. I think it might have been Gary Payton, no? Say promise. Oh, what are we saying? Gary Payton won Say one. Promise. Yeah. Gary yeah. Payton might have been the last. Oh yeah, Gary Payton was the last one. You're right. Gary Excuse Payton me. Yeah. My, My bad. bad. Gary Payton, yo, this is it. Hey, I was slandering Gary Payton. Why? That's Trey. No, nah, because my thing was like, oh, Michael beat Gary Payton in the finals. Like, I don't think Gary Payton should ever be the best player on the finals team. Yeah, I went back to look at what Gary Payton was doing, and uh, I'm very sorry for saying these things, Gary. <laughs> uh. Gary, you're very special, Gary. I'm very, I apologize. I apologize, Gary. <laughs> Gary Payton theoretically should have two rings because he won with Miami, and the year before that, was it Wade got injured against and couldn't play in the conference finals against Detroit? Or was it Shaq? One of them got injured, and they were favorites. Might have. Yeah. Uh, I feel like they, it was Shaq. I feel like they stole the loss. I don't know. I they don't know. San Antonio won the finals. San Antonio did win the final. I don't know. I don't know. But that's uh, NBA lore is what interests me. What could have happened? If who was healthy? And that's a. That's another thing too. Like I feel like it all comes down to, like yo, he was in. He's Michael Jordan's fuck. He's He's not number one. He's number two like, of all time. He's number one. Yeah, he's if, if, you, if anybody <laughs> can say he's not number one, he's number two of all time. That's the lowest he can go is number two. He's number one. Right? So, but you have to also understand that you're, the man was literally put in the perfect position and he's never had any of his top dogs been injured with him or he's been injured in an NBA finals. Like, do you know how lucky, like, it all comes down to the finals. It comes down to luck. You know how many guys have had, like, injuries or Real players injured or this guy injured in the finals and like that literally derailed them from winning a championship. Bro, I think about it. I think about uh the first Cavs versus Warriors series often now. Like if 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 Braun had K Love and and Kyrie, he took it was Delavadova and LeBron James took them to six games. And Mozgov. As I'm saying, like, but but the Jordan fans always say the same thing to me. He got there. He should have got it done. I know my dad told me he won two games. Why didn't he win two more? That's what he said to me. Yeah. <laughs> he he should have got it done. That's like, 
like that's the kind of thing you have to say when you argue against the guys that because Jordan won six and zero. So like at the end of the day, you can never argue with these guys because at the end of the day, Jordan is six and zero. Your response should have been he gave he gave the greatest team all time the Celtics sixty three points. Why right? why did they get swept? <laughs> I, I say that to him all the time. He's like, oh, what is he supposed to do? Like, bro, but it's like it's just it's the excuses, and it's like it, the excuses never go both ways. So it's like. We'll, we'll, we'll never get these answers outside of like artificial simulation. Like you have to simulate the stuff in 2K and it's just not the same. Like, you it's know not. what I mean? Look, Michael, Michael's never faced a Warriors. He's never faced a, uh, give me another team, another like. Uh, well, no, if you want to keep it 100 though, I could, he wants six rings. I could say right now, like of those six teams that he beat, how many of those teams are better than any of the teams from 2000 and on that won a championship? Uh, Other than the Pistons, like the Detroit Pistons might be the only team. No, no, a finals team. Are you talking about a finals yeah, team or a team in general? Yeah. It was, no, it was, that it was, won a championship. Blazers? Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. Uh, like how many of those teams is, is, how many of those six teams that Michael beat are better than any of those teams? Detroit Pistons might be the only one and even those Pistons teams, they're pretty damn good. Lakers. Which which Lakers team? You mean Shaq and Kobe's Lakers? Oh shit, no, my bad, my bad. I'm bugging, I'm bugging. I'm bugging. No, um Which Lakers team? Which Lakers team? Or, or do you wanna go or you wanna go and cause in his prime when he went back to back? Which Lakers team, sir? Michael never faced faced the the dream in the finals. That's another thing too. So the other top guy that was drafted in your draft. Yeah. Two times he was in the finals, you were on retirement. Dodging. <laughs> Duck kid. <laughs> this guy said he was dodging. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Hey, I don't know anybody that's in the prime of their career says, ah, oh, instead of winning two more titles, I want to play baseball. Or I want to take time off. Like, who does that? I'm not due to it now. Bro, you know the reason why he did, though, stop this. I don't know the reason. No, I don't know the reason. Wasn't it because of his father? Wasn't his father like a huge baseball fan? Yeah. So listen here, AJ. Your dad's a, a huge soccer fan, but you're the best basketball player to ever touch a basketball. He's gonna say, oh. "Your son, stop playing and dominating your sport to go play something that you're not good at." So I can't, I can't tell someone how they should breathe. Okay. <laughs> we're not, we're, we're not gonna get the controversial takes from the uh, from the doc because, as Trey said, it's going to be painted in a very particular light. But we're not gonna get the hot takes like why his dad got murdered. Gambling debt. No one wants to talk about it. No one wants to talk about the quote-unquote flu game. My guy wasn't sick. Oh, <laughs> you're saying that he wasn't sick? He was hungover. Oh. I'm pretty sure it's NBA protocol. You cannot. You're not allowed to play with the flu. That can't go on. No. People haven't played with flu like symptoms. No, because it can spread. Listen, logically, AJ, does that make sense? My guys, listen, listen, AJ, go to your computer right now and type in the, the picture, Scotty Pippen holding Michael Jordan. Type it right now, type it right now. No, I know what you're talking about, but no, no. Scotty's holding, like Scotty's holding Michael, Scotty's laughing, trying to hold his laughter, and Steve Kerr's in the background because he knows who I'll go at. <laughs> no, I'm trying to... Think right now, Mike. Wait, no man cannot play group? sick. You cannot play sick. You're saying that Michael just lied to us for 30 years. That's the legend. <laughs> he was hung over. 
It's okay, a great because legend. Just because you're hungover, that doesn't like I don't give you points for being hungover and killing guys, dude. That's I do. See, see, I do. I do. I do. You're I busting my ass, and you're and you're. Hungover, it might be a little bit more difficult than playing with the flu, to be honest. Listen, if you're busting my ass and you're litty, like that's crazy. I feel more disrespected. A lot of NBA guys that have been high or drunk out of their mind and give guys forty in basketball games. What are you? Sure. What are you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing here? I'm not buying that he was high, sick. Being high on marijuana and being hungover is two different things. I can smoke weed and play basketball perfectly fine. <laughs> not go out the night before and drink all night and then try to play basketball the next day. It's not going to work. So, are you guys buying that he was he was he was sick? Well, you just told me he was sick from the alcohol. I've heard. You I've heard. You're not allowed to play with the. Dude, I'm pretty so sure you're not. Lying. That's that's my take. That's my take. It doesn't make sense for me that it's, let's, let's have, since then have definitely played with the with flu like symptoms, but like so this man's throwing up, tossing up before the game, and the coach is letting him. I don't. I don't know. That doesn't really. Back then it wasn't something that they were like, they did, they did a lot. But there's definitely been times he got played with the flu since then. Did they get the flu? They've had the flu. Do you think he? Do you think he had the flu that game? Or do you think yeah, it was all Yeah. I've heard it's been being the alcoholic that he was. I've heard it's been flu. I've heard it's been hungover. I heard it's been food poisoning. I heard it's been so much. People are saying the man's even dabbled on local um booger sugar. Like, <laughs> if you look at MJ now, the man's eyes are always bloodshot red, no matter what time it is. No matter Bro, what. his mom looks healthier than him. Like, yo, the thing is though, there's always those memes where they're like, you know, in the first episode, Michael's like, yeah, I never took part in any of that stuff. And then they have the meme of his eyes, like bloodshot, they're like, you didn't take part in any of this stuff, right, buddy? Even if you listen, even if you listen to him saying that, he's like, I never took part in any of that stuff. I didn't do none of the coke, none of the smoking. But I just started drinking later on in my career. When he said that, I was like, yo, this guy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this guy definitely dabbled on some other stuff. No way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, comedy. Dabbled on some other thing. Nah, but the thing that you said about Hakeem, though. <laughs> Look at Scotty's face. Look at his face. Scotty's <laughs> laughing still. He knows what's up. The thing that you're talking about Hakeem, though, why did Hakeem get to the finals those other years? You only got there two years. Because he finally got guys around him. He got Clyde. No, no. So I, I mean, Clyde. after. I mean, after he got to, why didn't he get back? Wasn't it injuries? I swear it was Clyde got injured. Like, he had injuries around him. Vernon Maxwell stopped playing with these guys. Like, that team was all like. Okay. So. Hakeem okay. had a season where he averaged four and a half blocks a game. That's nuts. And two steals. <laughs> And even in that, even in that Clutch City documentary, they even said like the two times they played um, the Bulls that year, they mollywopped them. They killed them. Yeah, I know. Mollywopped them. People that I know who are like um, huge MJ fans that aren't like super biased with it, they said that they're like, yeah, they were always terrified of Hickey because <laughs> they had no answer. I'm for no it. big, yeah. No answer for it. That's why when when Shaq like when Kobe and those guys and Shaq they say like our team would beat the Bulls, I stand by them because I always say who on that team stopping Shaq? That as the most dominant force ever. Who who's Dennis Rodman has no no chance here. Eh? <laughs> I love I love Dennis Rodman's heart. I love his heart. I love how he competes. He has no chance. That's seven three three. Can't say, can't say no chance. Trey, he has no chance. No, no chance. chance. No no no, no chance. Ben Wallace guard Shaq. But see. 
But Ben Wallace is like strong. But Ben Wallace is like but Ben Wallace is like these, like Ben Wallace is a lumberjack. Yeah, like he's a lot, like he's these fam, like, like come on, like Dennis Rodman's like he's kind of like you know he has a little muscle, but he's not these. He's just hyper. He's a jungle man. You can't put nothing past a jungle man. Yo, what the heck, Ben Wallace is a four-time Defense Player of the Year. Yeah, yeah, Ben Wallace was an animal, fam. I know he was an animal. I didn't know he won it twice. Ben Wallace was. I love Ben Wallace, by the way. I love him. Excuse me. <laughs> Anywho, um, unfortunately, Trayton couldn't make it. This would have been a, a, a jamboree. That would have been a lot of fun. But uh, hopefully, Trayton's all right out, out there in the street. I know, not quarantined. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys have any closing remarks? No, man. I just. Uh... <laughs> the LeBron standing bro, in the in trade. Even, I'm so conflicted watching this because, like, bro, obviously I'm watching this guy. I'm like, this guy is supremely talented. Supremely. I love it. He's I love easily, it. like, the greatest of his era. Like, it's not even questionable. Not even questionable. My only thing is, like, would it be the same if he was playing in the early 2000s or now? And that's my only thing is, and everybody from then will tell you yes, and I will tell you no. Okay, you. I'll, I'll label you guys as the basketball historians rather than me on this era. If we're gonna rank the positions, like of like his competition back then, it was Michael at the top, and then there was a big gap of the wing players who were his competition. They weren't wings though. Like they were Clyde like, Drexler. Clyde Drexler was like the other wing. So like Reggie. Like Reggie Miller, like these are the, the wings. Like, you know like who was giving Michael twenty? Like who was giving Michael twenty five? Reggie. Well, Reggie. Who else? Reggie, Reggie did. Who else? Maybe Clyde on a good night. <laughs> okay, who else? <laughs> like, I guess what I'm asking is, I want to look. I I want to look at the scoring leaders for that year. So that's what I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna do my homework. Right let's see. Let's it was see. probably all big men. It wouldn't surprise me. It was like all bigs or or like fours. Nineteen. But that's what the era was. The reason why Michael's a goat for me is because yo, the man six and zero. Like I understand, like oh, but yo, man six and zero. He never went to a game seven. <laughs> he never went to a game seven. He six and zero in the finals, and like he was like a dominant, a dominant force. A team that scored fifty six points in the NBA finals game. Hey man, he's a dominant force, man. That team scored fifty six <laughs> in the NBA finals game. Just a man playing. Hey man. Oh yo yo, there's some scores. Okay. I don't know four. half of these. 56, bro. A team? What? A whole team. But Carl Malone and John Thompson scored 56 in a, in a finals game. Great defense, man. Great defense, man. Bernard King was a four? No, he was a wing. But Bernard was before, before MJ. Yeah, yeah, Bernard King's before MJ, though. No, no, no. But was he a four? He was a three or a four? Three. He's a three. So I'm looking at the the uh, 80 45 regular season. So this is Michael's rookie year. Bernard King is leading the league with 33 points a game. Larry Bird got 28. Larry Bird had 28. Michael had 28. So Michael's third. Purvis Short on uh, on the Warriors 28 a game. Alex English Nuggets 28 a game. Dominique 27 and a half. Adrian Dantley, I can't know that name. 26. Mark 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 Aguirre, twenty five yep. and a half. Moses Malone, twenty four and a half. Terry Cummings, twenty three and a half. So that's the top ten. 
out of these, who were who were wings? So you have Bernard King, Larry, Wing, uh, Purvis Short. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't even know who that is. That's what I'm saying. No, 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 no shame. These are ancient. This is ancient history. <laughs> don't feel ashamed. Okay. I don't know who it is. Everyone else on that list, I recognize except for that one guy. I was like, who the hell is that? Moses Malone is a four or five because he like tutored like. Uh, he's a big. He's a big. He's big, right? Terry Cummings. Who is this? Uh, I'm pretty sure Terry was. He's a uh, forward. Wait. He's a forward. Mark Aguirre, forward. It might be a three right. though. Three forward. Three that counts as a wing. Adrian Dantley. Uh, six five. Dominique was Dominique was six seven. Dominique was a big guy. Alex English was six seven, hundred ninety pounds. Ooh, okay. Purvis Short. Who okay, is? So why don't you check? So why don't you check when they won? So check like ninety one, ninety two, or ninety two, ninety three. Why don't you check those years? The only thing is though, all the wings that were good at them time, they didn't have good teams with them. So like there was no other top teams that had great wings that MJ was going head to head with. Like if you look other than say his first round, first championship, he wasn't going against Magic. Magic's the point guard. So who is he going against? Byron Scott. Byron was injured. Did he even play? Byron didn't play another series. <laughs> no, he definitely played. I think, some. He played, I think he played one game. Byron played like one game, I think. Byron played one game and James Worthy played two games. That would be like the only other people to guard him. So I don't even know. Who, I don't even know. It was probably Sam Perkins that was guarding him. I said Sam Perkins. <laughs> All right. 92 93 season. <laughs> Michael Jordan. <laughs> Sam Perkins is a big man. If it's Sam Perkins, I don't, I'm trying to think who the hell else, who else was on that roster because Vladdy Dvac was on that team too, was he not? I'm pretty sure he was, no? Yeah. Okay, yeah, we know everyone here. Michael Jordan, thirty-two. This is the ninety-two, ninety-three season. Michael Jordan, ninety-two. Uh, Michael Jordan, thirty-two point six points per game. Dominique Wilkins dropped thirty a game. Karl Malone, twenty-seven. Hakeem, yeah. twenty-six. Yeah. Barkley, twenty-five and a half. Yeah. Patrick Ewing, twenty-four point two. They're all big. Like these are literally all big. Joe, Joe Dumar, twenty-three and a half. Okay. Joe Dumar. <laughs> Dumar's got both like that. Yeah. <laughs> this guy said Joe Dumas could who? Don't sleep. Uh Shaq, Shaq 23 and a half. David Robinson 20, 23 and a half. And Danny Manning 30, 23 again. Michael was so blessed to play in an era where like there were no wings that could even talk to him. Yeah. I said the listen, the mid two thousands is the golden age in my for me, yo. Like there's like no wings in that era that could talk to Michael. Oh, Bro, when I saw the first episode when they showed Michael in his rookie year giving Sidney Moncrief the business, I could not stop laughing. I could not stop laughing. Sidney Moncrief is like, yeah, you, know, you can see it on his face. He's like, yeah, I'm never, hey, I've never seen anything like this. Like, dude was like three-time first-team All-NBA, like wanted defensive player of the year. Like, he's like, I've never seen this. <laughs> you can definitely tell how ahead Michael was when, like, <laughs> When like he would come in the league and legends were looking at him like yo like I've never seen a player like this like he might be the best player I've ever seen and this guy's 19 years old that talk that says a lot that says a lot I'm sorry <laughs> you know what I'm yo Michael put put the ball between his legs like five times on a, and did a crossover jelly lip they're like what it is was like, this Whoa. what is going on here <laughs> that's hilarious I sound like a hater that's but like hilarious. that's how ancient this stuff kind of is but yeah. 
Could you imagine if they saw Kyrie Irving dribble the basketball in that era? Oh my <laughs> gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Could you imagine? I don't know what they would call this guy. They call him Jesus. I don't know what they would call Kyrie. Earlier today, I saw a clip of Kyrie playing FIBA basketball, and it looked like it was a fake video. Like, the stuff that he was doing, I'm like, hey, this is stupid. This is mm. <laughs> make no sense. Like, this is – that's what you – the only difference, though, is that they would just, they'll just punch him. Like, they'll start hitting him. And that's why I'm seeing – They'll just start hitting him. LeBron and, on the Cavs with Kyrie and Kevin Love, I think they go six for six in them times, too. Because John Stockton can't guard no Kyrie Irving. No, not a chance. Not a damn chance. <laughs> and LeBron, LeBron is going to run through the freaking Brian Russell's, Jeff Hornacek. Who's our center? Who is Utah center? Yeah, that is, that is kind of crazy, that? though. Like, that's the only reason why I don't really rate those Utah teams because it's like those Utah teams are really good, but, like, who on their team was guarding Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan? Like, Jeff Hornacek and Brian Russell. Like, those are the guys you were throwing at let's, them? Let, let's say, yo, this, this isn't a slander session, but Michael Jordan was very blessed. With talent and opportunity, you can't take her from him. It's just you can't you can't manipulate the times. Because no, I. But as I've done more research, though, some of the other teams though he beat were actually really good teams, though. Yeah. Like yeah. those Suns teams, that Suns team was loaded that they beat. That Suns mm-hmm. team was really good. I went back to look. That Suns team was actually nice. When you say loaded, how was it? What do you mean they had Berkeley? They had. Had um Kevin Johnson, Dan Marley. Um, they had that other white guy. I can't remember his name. Like they had Hoopers. That team was a really good team. They had some guys on that team. The yeah, Trib- or- Portland, the Portland Trailblazers team that they beat too was really good. Also, that was another really good team. And they just came back. I said that's their, that was their second finals run. Yeah, that team was actually really good. If you go back and look at who was on that roster and who they had. It was actually pretty good. So and then, like, I already told you, the Sonics were good. Like, I was slandering Gary Payton. I go back and look, I'm like, nah, man, Gary was pretty bad. Like, he was good that year they went to the finals. And there was other guys. Like, there was Percy Hawkins, definitely Shrimp. Like, there was other dudes on that team that could hoop. Sean Kemp. Like, that team was nice. <laughs> Trey is not impressed. <laughs> He's not impressed, but that team was nice. That team was nice. I went back to look at the rosters. That team was nice. Uh, in, in order, it was it was Blazers, Suns, Sonics. Uh, who do you beat? Who do you beat for the fourth one? Uh, Blazers, Suns, Sonic. Is that the order, Trey? Uh, Lakers, Blazers. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Lakers, Lakers, Blazers. Yeah, that's what's confusing. Lakers, 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 Suns, Sonics, Jazz, Jazz. Lakers, Blazers, Sonics, Suns, Jazz. There you go. That's a lot, man. I don't know. Nah, man. Like, dude, I'm not. I'm not crazy about the Utah Jazz, but like those other teams are pretty good. Even the f- Lakers team that was hurt, that Lakers team was still pretty good with the guys that they were missing too. Like, Something about that Lakers Lakers series seems very forgettable. I don't know why. Because James Worthy was hurt. Kareem didn't <laughs> play. James Worthy was hurt. It was not the same Lakers team that was beating up on Boston. No, it wasn't because Kareem wasn't there. Like, the starting center was Vladdy Bivak. But, I mean, Magic Johnson also never seen a 6'9 pterodactyl and Scottie Pippen picking him up full court and in that ass the whole game. So, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, those both teams are – I don't know. That Lakers team wasn't bad, though. They were definitely the worst team that they beat, though. Like, in that run of the six championships, that was the worst team. Crazy. When people, when people hear this, going to think we're uh, 
MJ haters. It's just uh, you just. It's not even what? that uh, MJ hater. It's just my MJ hater. MJ's a goat. It's it's I need you have to give more praise to the rest of the guys. Yeah. Other guys are actually like around him. Like he other, other than his big man, he had no center at all. He never had a center. Throughout any year, he never had a center. Yeah, they got a lot of disrespect for calling them the Jordanaires. Like they some real disrespect. Yeah. But no, that's what it is. Like I think Michael's the the, the greatest. I'm just the type of person who likes to ask questions or like you know what I mean? Because I never grew up watching him. I never so I don't know. Like I can only hear what people tell me. There's a lot when the scoring average back then was like sub 100 and you're getting like 40 points a game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Lion share the points, man. It's, it's a lot. Trust me. But it's like the thing is, Braun has had to do more with less and gone against harder opponents. That's all I'm saying. He has, he's had to do more with less and gone against harder opponents. And he takes a way more backlash than Jordan takes just because Jordan is six for six in the finals. If Jordan was like a three and four, would we be having the same discussion? <laughs> he says he said the bar, the bar is three, high. Three and three. Would we would be having the same discussion? No, we wouldn't because you you've seen the documentary. People never read it like swap, even if you swapped his record with even if you swapped his record with Kobe's record. So if he was five five and two and Kobe was six for six. Bro, where would the discussion be? Michael would still be the goat. Uh, buddy, I had to deal yesterday on Twitter. Sorry for keeping you so long, Kevin. But That's okay. Yesterday bro. on Twitter, scrolling through, and I saw someone try to say that Ray Allen was just as good cre- creatively and defensively for like a couple of seasons as Kobe Bryant. And I almost lost my mind. I almost lost my mind. I'm like... Why is Kobe get so I'm like, why does Kobe get like? Why do people act like, like Kobe was like just this other guy? Like, I I don't get it. It it cheeses me. It irritates my soul. It irritates me. I couldn't mm-hmm. believe what I was reading. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, the madness. The madness is stupid, man. I love Ray Allen, but like Ray Ray Allen cannot hold Kobe's shoes. They need to stop this. <laughs> I'm looking at Raylan's stats right now. He had like a couple twenty, couple twenty-five point seasons. Yeah, he, did, he, did yeah, he had some good seasons. And the thing is, and you want to know something funny? They weren't even talking about Seattle Raylan trade. They're talking about Milwaukee Raylan. Go look at his numbers in Milwaukee. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, they weren't even talking about Seattle. They were talking about Milwaukee Raylan. That's what got me even more mad. <laughs> That's what got me even more mad. Yo, thanks, thanks everyone for uh, for stopping through, and uh, happy belated to both you guys. Appreciate Thank it. You, man. I appreciate it. Thanks again, fellas. Uh, you guys aren't watching live. You guys are watching on Netflix, right? Yeah, watching on Netflix. Yeah, I, wa- I watch it on Netflix. I don't know what this guy does. I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing. I watch it live on my pops. It's not too bad. Like the commercials aren't like super bad. So I just wait. Wait until Monday. Watch it. Get through the episodes pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's not bad. We'll rendezvous either next week or the week after. So the, yo, thanks for joining me for episode 40, Trey and AJ. This is Tevin. See y'all next time. Yo, we out. Yeah,